Welcome to this week's Gospel Doctrine Reading Assignment. This is Lesson 17, The Law of Tithing and the Law of the Fast. Our reading assignment is uh, fairly short this week. It's Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verses 13 through 14 and 21. Also, Doctrine and Covenants, section 119 and section 120. Also included are two scripture chains, the first on tithing and the second on fasting. From the manual, is the Lord's definition of tithing. What does the Lord promise those who pay tithing? So first, Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verses 13 through 14 and verse 21. And on this day thou shalt do none other thing, only let thy food be prepared with singleness of heart, that thy fasting may be perfect, or in other words, that thy joy may be full. Verily, this is fasting and prayer, or in other words, rejoicing in prayer. Verse 21, And in nothing doth man offend God, or against none is his wrath kindled, save those who confess not his hand in all things and obey not his commandments. Doctrine and Covenants, section 119. This is a revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet at Far West, Missouri, July 8, 1838, in answer to his supplication, O Lord, show unto thy servants how much thou requirest of the properties of thy people for a tithing. The law of tithing, as understood today, had not been given to the church previous to this revelation. The term tithing in the prayer just quoted and in previous revelation had meant not just one-tenth, but all free will offerings or contributions to the church funds. The Lord had previously given to the church the law of consecration and stewardship of property, which members, chiefly the leading elders, entered into by a covenant that was to be everlasting. Because of failure on the part of many to abide by this covenant, the Lord withdrew it for a time and gave instead the law of tithing to the whole church. The prophet asked the Lord how much of their property he required for sacred purposes. The answer was this revelation. I require all their surplus property to be put into the hands of the bishop of my church in Zion, for the building of mine house, and for the laying of the foundation of Zion, and for the priesthood, and for the debts of the presidency of my church. And this shall be the beginning of the tithing of my people. And after that, those who have thus been tithed shall pay one-tenth of all their interest annually, and this shall be a standing law unto them forever, for my holy priesthood, saith the Lord. Verily I say unto you, it shall come to pass that all those who gather unto the land of Zion shall be tithed of their surplus properties, and shall observe this law, or they shall not be found worthy to abide among you. And I say unto you, if my people observe not this law, to keep it holy, and by this law sanctify the land of Zion unto me, that my statutes and my judgments may be kept thereon, that it may be most holy. Behold, 
Verily I say unto you, It shall not be a land of Zion unto you. And this shall be an ensample unto all the stakes of Zion. Even so. Amen. Also, Doctrine and Covenants, section 120. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet at Far West, Missouri, July 8, 1838. Making known the disposition of the properties tithed as named in the preceding revelation, section 119. Verily, thus saith the Lord, the time is now come that it shall be disposed of by a council composed of the first presidency of my church and of the bishop and his council and by my high council and by my own voice unto them, saith the Lord. Even so, amen. From the Book of Mormon, 3 Nephi, chapter 24, verses 10 through 12. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. That was Third Nephi, chapter 24, verses 10 through 12. What are some of the purposes for fasting? What does the Lord promise to those who obey the law of the fast? In what ways has fasting helped you? Scripture chain, tithing. Genesis chapter 14, 18 through 20. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thine hand and he gave him tithes of all. Continuing from the Old Testament, Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30. And all of the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. Again from the Old Testament, Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, 
saith the Lord of hosts. Doctrine and Covenants, section 64, verse 23. Behold, now it is called today until the coming of the Son of Man, and very it is a day of sacrifice and a day for the tithing of my people, for he that is tithed shall not be burned at his coming. Again, Doctrine and Covenants, section 119, as part of the scripture chain on tithing. I require all their surplus property to be put into the hands of the bishop of my church in Zion for the building of mine house and for the laying of the foundation of Zion and for the priesthood and for the debts of the presidency of my church. And this shall be the beginning of the tithing of my people. And after that, those who have thus been tithed shall pay one-tenth of all their interest annually and this shall be a standing law unto them forever, for my holy priesthood, saith the Lord. Verily I say unto you, it shall come to pass that all those who gather unto the land of Zion shall be tithed of their surplus properties, and shall observe this law, or they shall not be found worthy to abide among you. And I say unto you, if my people observe not this law to keep it holy, and by this law sanctify the land of Zion unto me, that my statutes and my judgments may be kept thereon, that it may be most holy. Behold, verily I say unto you, it shall not be a land of Zion unto you. And this shall be an ensample unto all the stakes of Zion. Even so. Amen. Scripture Chain Fasting Isaiah 58, verses 5 through 11. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness? to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and the speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. That was Isaiah chapter 58, verses 5 through 11 on fasting. 
And finally in Scripture Chain Fasting, Doctrine and Covenants section 59, verses 13 through 16. And on this day thou shalt do none other thing, only let thy food be prepared with singleness of heart, that thy fasting may be perfect, or in other words, that thy joy may be full. Verily, this is fasting and prayer, or in other words, rejoicing in prayer. And inasmuch as ye do these things with thanksgiving, with cheerful hearts and countenances, not with much laughter, for this is sin, but with a glad heart and a cheerful countenance. Verily, I say that inasmuch as ye do this, the fullness of the earth is yours, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air, and that which climbeth upon the trees and walketh upon the earth. This has been Lesson 17, The Law of Tithing and the Law of the Fast, reading assignment for Latter-day Saint Gospel Doctrine, The Doctrine and Covenants, and Church History. Read by Kirk Strickland. Thank you.